0: Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery, and I am your host today. Uh, I will be reading from John chapter 5 today. We are episode 15.3. So welcome, and thank you for joining me. Um, I hope you're having a good day, a good morning, good evening, whatever time it is that you've taken the time to sit and read God's Word. Uh, We are, Jeremiah and I, are Uh, both um, Leap of Faith podcast, and uh, we are reading the Bible one chapter at a time, however long it takes. It doesn't matter because we are doing what God tells us to do. So we're reading our Bible and doing what it uh, it says to do. Uh, So uh, I'm just so thankful that uh, God put it on my heart to do this, and I'm glad that uh, Jeremiah felt the same way uh, when... introduced this to him back in October Uh, and so we have actually been doing this for a little over three months now so uh, this is a dedication this is a marathon it's not a sprint so taking it one chapter at a time a little bit at a time kind of just reading through it and digesting it and feeling whatever it is that God is uh, telling us uh, on a daily basis five days a week Um, so i'm just uh, I'm just glad that I get to do this, and uh, I'm glad that you're doing it with me. So uh, let's open up with prayer and um, and then we'll dive right into uh, chapter five. So let's pray. <clears throat> Holy and Mighty God, we are at your throne. We are on our faces, and we are so thankful and so humbled by you. Um, we don't deserve what you give to us. We don't deserve this love that you have for us, but yet you do love us. And uh, we are just in awe of you. We give you all the glory, all the honor. Uh, we want to thank you for always providing for us uh, in the little things and the big things. And um, we are especially grateful to you for the sacrifice of your Son, Jesus Christ, and the perfect blood that was shed for our sins. That's one of the big ones, and we are just thank you for that. Lord, we are just coming to you with open hearts, open minds, and we want you to reveal to us what it is that you have for us today. So empty us of ourselves, empty us of our world around us, whatever our worries are, whatever uh, the list of to-dos are, just let's put that aside and just focus on what it is that today's reading is about. Lord, I pray blessings over every person out there who's listening to this, um, whoever you are out there. I, I'm just thankful that you're listening, and I pray that God will touch your hearts, touch your lives, and uh, whatever your needs are. Pray about it and uh, tell him what your needs are. He already knows, but uh, saying it out loud, saying it in a prayer, uh, that's what God wants to hear. He wants to have a conversation with you. He wants to hear from you and he wants your relationship to grow, so Lord, grow our relationships. Help us to be focused on you and what your will is for us today. Order our steps and uh, help us to focus on what is the most important thing that you want us to do lord take us where you want us to go let us meet the people you want us to meet and let us say the words you want us to say in jesus name amen <clears throat> all right so this is episode 15.3 and we are reading um chapter uh, five john chapter five uh it starts out with jesus heals a lame man Excuse me, I'm sorry. Before I uh, do that, I'm going to take a little drink. Sorry. Afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holidays. Inside the city near the Sheep Gate was the pool of Bethesda with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years when jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time he asked him would you like to get well i can't sir the sick man said for i have no one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up someone else always gets there ahead of me jesus told him stand up pick up your mat and walk instantly the man was healed But afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and told him, Now you are well, so stop sinning, or something even worse may happen to you. Then the man went and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had healed him. Jesus claims to be the Son of God. So the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules. But Jesus replied, My Father is always working, and so am I. So the Jewish leaders tried all the harder to find a way to kill him. For he not only broke the the Sabbath, he called God his father, therefore making himself equal with God. So Jesus explained, I tell you the truth. The son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son does. The son also does. For the father loves the son and shows him everything he is doing. In fact, the father will show him how to do even greater works than healing this man. Then you will truly be astonished. For just as the father gives life to those he raises from the dead, so the son gives life to anyone he wants. In addition, the father judges no one. Instead, he has given the son absolute authority to judge so that everyone will honor the son just as they honor the father. Anyone who does not honor the Son is certainly not honoring the Father who sent him. I tell you the truth, those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins, but they have already passed from death into life. And I assure you that the time is coming, indeed it's here now, when the dead will hear my voice, the voice of the Son of God, and those who listen will live. The father has life in himself, and he has granted the same life-giving power to his son. And he has given him authority to judge everyone because he is the son of man. Don't be surprised. Indeed, the time is coming when all the dead in their graves will hear the voice of God's son, and they will rise again. Those who have done good will rise to experience eternal life. And those who have continued in evil will rise to experience judgment. I can do nothing on my own. I judge as God tells me. Therefore, my judgment is just because I carry out the will of the one who sent me, not my own will. If I were to testify on my own behalf, my testimony testimony would not be valid, but someone else is also testifying about me and I assure you that everything he says about me is true. In fact, you sent investigators to listen to John the Baptist, and his testimony about me was true. Of course, I have no need of human witnesses, but I say these things so you might be saved. John was like a burning and shining lamp, and you were excited for a while about his message. But I have a greater witness than John, my teachings, and my miracles." The Father gave me these works to accomplish, and they prove that he sent me. And the Father who sent me has testified about me himself. You have never heard his voice or seen him face to face, and you do not have his message in your hearts because you do not believe me, the one he sent to you. You search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life, but the scriptures point to me. Yet you refuse to come to me to receive this life. Your approval means nothing to me because I know you don't have God's love within you. For I have come to you in my father's name and you have rejected me. Yet if others come in their own name, you gladly welcome them. No wonder you can't believe. For you gladly honor each other, but you don't care about the honor that comes from the one who alone is God. Yet it isn't I who will accuse you before the father, Moses will accuse you. Yes, Moses in whom you put all your hopes, put your hopes. If you really believed Moses, you would believe me because he wrote about me. But since you don't believe me, I'm sorry, but since you don't believe what he wrote, how will you believe what I say? Sorry, a couple of glitches there. All right um going back uh to uh Jesus heals the lame man um just a couple of key things here I thought uh one of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years 38 years can you imagine that um well I guess there are people out there who've been sick their whole life so um uh, when Jesus saw him he knew he had been ill for a long time and he asked him would you like to get uh, get well and of course. I says, no, I can't, because I can't get into the water. And Jesus tells him, pick up your mat. Stand up, walk, pick up your mat. And instantly, instantly, the man stood up, rolled up his mat, and walked. So, of course, there's a problem, because it happened on the Sabbath, and the Jewish leaders objected. And they're trying to find out, who told you this? And uh, he realizes that um, Jesus is the one who did it and he says to him now you are well so stop sinning or something even worse may happen to you so I don't know exactly what that means but I'm thinking you know God wants you to stop whatever is not I mean you as in plural you know me too uh, from whatever the sin is that's uh holding you back um so you know there are repeat offenders out there I, myself, am a repeat offender, so, and I just keep working on myself, so, uh, and of course, the Jewish leaders uh, found out that it was Jesus, so the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules, uh, but Jesus, of course, says, my father is always working, and so am I, and the, Jesus, uh, the Jewish leaders, uh, of course, are trying even harder to figure out a way to kill him. And, uh, because he, he's saying that, you know, he's God, you know, God, the father. And so Jesus explains to them, I'm telling you the truth. The son of man, the the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees his father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. So, you know, Jesus is just, uh, you know, setting up an example and doing whatever God is telling him to do. And, Uh, it even says it, I'm sorry, I'm trying to think where it said it, something about God's will. Uh, it's not, it's not Jesus's will, it's God's will, and he is doing, uh, what God is telling him to do. The son has authority to judge so that everyone will honor the son just as they honor the father. Anyone who doesn't honor the son is certainly not honoring the father who sent him, um, And then he says, I tell you the truth, those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins, but they have uh, already passed from life, from death to life. But he's also talking about the uh, ones who uh, don't believe. Um, You know, he's saying, I think he's talking to those Jewish leaders uh, again. He's saying, you know, you guys are, you know, you're looking into the scriptures, but you're not looking at me. And you're not believing me. Um, oh, there it is. Uh, at the end of uh, 30. I can do nothing on my own. I judge as God tells me. Therefore, my judgment is just because I carry out the will of the one who sent me, not my own will. You know, Jesus is resigned to the fact that he has to do what he has to do. And he knows what's coming. Um, but he has to do it because it's, it's you know, your will be done. And, I, you know, I think that God asks us to pray in that manner you know when you are praying about something it's it's his will you know if it's your will god i would you know like this job blah 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 whatever it is um you know um, so i think that that is the caveat if it's not in god's will it's not going to happen because god is in control of everything and we have to just put our trust in him everything is according to how he wants the plan to go and it all falls into place and it's all in his time so you know it may not be happening right away you know you might have been praying for somebody uh, to heal or maybe you're praying for somebody to get saved or maybe you're praying about a job or you know maybe you don't have enough money to pay your bills i i don't know what it is but it's all in god's uh, time and his plan and so you know i don't know why he puts things in the order that they are but it happens for a reason, and uh, I am resigned to that. I've watched it happen in my own life. So uh, sorry, didn't mean to go off on a tangent there. So uh, then he's talking about uh, witness to Jesus witnesses to Jesus., uh, he talks about how John the Baptist was his um, uh, testimony. Of course, I have no need of human witnesses, but I say these things so that you might believe that you might be saved. John was like a burning and shining lamp, and you were excited for a while about his message. But I have a greater witness than John, my teachings and my miracles. The Father gave me these works to accomplish, and they prove that he sent me. So again, hes I think he's talking to these Jewish leaders again. He's saying, oh, yeah, you guys are really happy about John the Baptist coming and talking about the coming Messiah and, you know, being, you know, that beacon. But when the Messiah actually shows up, you don't want to believe it. Um, so, you know, he's trying to help them to, I think he wants them to, to get on board. Um, you search the scriptures because you think they have, uh, they give you eternal life, but the scriptures point to me yet you refuse to come to me to receive this life. And then he's like, you know what? Your approval means nothing to me. Sorry about that. That's my dogs. Hang on. Sorry. Sorry about that uh dogs were broken downstairs oh there they go again just as I start to talk of course <laughs> and I don't know how to edit so I'm sorry <laughs> so sorry about that <clears throat> you know sometimes stuff happens so and we are real so this is real life So the last part uh, about uh, Jesus has uh, no, oh, I've got the wrong glasses on. I wonder I can't see. So (laughs) your approval means nothing to me because I know you don't have God's love within you. For I have come to you in my Father's name and you have rejected me. And I I circled that because I keep thinking about um, the, uh, the builders that rejected the cornerstone. That's what that reminded me of. Um, Yet, uh, if others come in their own name, you gladly welcome them. So, I'm thinking maybe he's talking about John the Baptist again, you know, going back to that. Um, So, uh, then it goes down into uh, Yet, it isn't I who will accuse you before the Father, Moses will accuse you. Yes, Moses, in whom you put your hopes. If you really believe Moses, you would believe me because he wrote about me, like when he was talking about the serpent up on this uh, pole. But since you don't believe what he wrote, how will you believe what I say? So they're not—they're not getting it that he's in the Old Testament, he's in the Scriptures, and it's all pointing back to him. And he—and they're not believing it. So um, you know, and he knows what's coming. Jesus knows what's coming, and He knows what He has to do. So, um, so that's it for today. Uh, as always, it's good stuff. Uh, I apologize for the interruption, although the pause uh, was nothing for you guys because I just went right back into it. But you don't even know how long I was gone for. That's kind of funny. So <laughs> it wasn't, but a few minutes. I promise. Just had to let the dogs out. So, um, so. Uh, again, uh, you know, just uh, keep reading, cr- keep on searching, and keep on doing your research. There's so much more that we should we could be diving into, but I, I only have a, a limited amount of time here to to do this. But you know, when they've got uh, again, <clears throat> not that this is any special Bible, not that it's anything. Uh, it's not a better Bible than anything else. This is just the one that uh, we've chosen to use. I actually have an older version of this that uh, was my first Bible that I actually started marking in because I had no idea that you can mark your Bible. I thought these were sacred. And uh, for any of you who uh, come from an old line of uh, certain uh, religions, uh, we had a big white Bible. That was my mom's and it was up on her dresser And it sat there. I mean, this thing was like, I don't know, 10 pounds. It was this fat and, you know, this big. It was huge. And in the front, uh, there was a place to write your names and your lineage and all this other stuff. And anyway, um, it never got read. I mean, nobody ever read it, which is interesting to me. (laughs) So I, I I wasn't raised to read the Bible. I had no idea what was in it. I thought that reading the Bible was just like set us apart for you know, people in, you know, elders in the church or, you know, the priests or whoever. Uh, I had no idea. Um, my first taste of something different was uh, going to a, a friend's church. Uh, my friend Liz Smith, um, she invited us to come to church and just me and my best friend. And uh, it was an experience to say the least. Uh, it was a Black Evangelical Baptist Church, I think it was. I I couldn't even tell you the name of it, but boy, oh boy, they, they knew how to, they knew how to worship and they knew, uh, they, I mean, it was something I will never forget. Um, but anyway, that's another story on another day, but, um, so anyway, so, uh, This is the Bible that we're using, the New Living Translation. Uh, Mark it. Look in it. You know, read the the stuff that's in the very beginning. You know, the the overviews, the daily walks. There's insight. Um, You know, at the bottom of these pages, I look and I see that there's asterisks and there's little, you know, notes about the manuscripts. And, you know, there's a little bit of information. And then you can go back to the scriptures that they're referencing to. So, you know i i don't i'm literally just reading the bible one chapter at a time and i keep saying that Uh, this is just a simple podcast to engage uh people in getting interested in reading what god has to tell you because man there's so much stuff in here it's amazing to me Uh, we just my girlfriend and i sharon we just finished uh uh, judges today and uh, to me you know our our take today on that was um you know god doesn't do god's rules are not here to punish us they're to help us they're to protect us and that's why i think people don't uh they don't realize it you know i think that's why children have a hard time being obedient because the rules aren't there to 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 stop you. They're to protect you. And kids don't get that. I didn't get it when I was a little kid and the kids today don't get it. Um, You know, you try to protect them from the internet. You try to protect them from whatever's on Instagram or TikTok or whatever other social media. You try to protect them as best as you can because that world is so not real. I just look at it and I go, what the heck is that? I'm like, Oh my goodness. The Kardashians is a big fat lie. I mean that all of that, it's just a different fake world. And to me, I, I to me, and I'm not calling out anybody. I'm not saying I just think that that whole there's a whole world out there that's just lying. And so you're trying to protect your kids and parenting is a full-time job and let me just say God has a full-time job because he's got a whole world of people that he's trying to parent and this is the rule book you know it's like you got you know you got the rule book in football you got the plans the game plans or the whatever they're called for basketball and you know there's certain things you got to do in order to you know it's this is the rule book this is the best rule book you're going to find and that's the way I look at it. I, I find peace and comfort in here. So don't forget to put your little check mark next to today's reading and, uh, and, and um, you know, do your research. Uh, and if I've said something that's incorrect, uh, feel free to send me an email about it. I check the emails. I don't think I've gotten anything recently, but uh, feel free. Uh, If you're on Facebook and you want to leave a comment, I try to read the comments, but I'm having a challenge trying to figure out how to, there's some things that just don't come up. I don't know why. So I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but uh, it's again, it's a a process for trying to figure this whole thing out. Um, But uh, if you, um, you know, if you're not sure about what you're reading, uh, if you haven't made a choice for uh, Jesus, if you haven't decided to make Him the Lord of your life, um, this is your moment. I will say the prayer um, with you, um, and if you know, if you decide to make a, de- you know, a choice for Jesus, then um, you know, yay! That's you know, that's the way I look at it. So, um, but I I find peace and comfort knowing that. There's a God that's bigger and smarter and better than me that knows, you know, how to take care of me. So with that said, let's uh, let's pray. Heavenly and holy God, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus, your only son. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior, and I will follow him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that for the first time, congratulations, and uh, yay. Um, So uh, mark it in your Bible, put today's date wherever it is that you were reading today, celebrate with somebody with a friend Uh, I again I will say it every day uh, get to a church find a church that you feel comfortable in that is um, reading from the Bible Um, you'll know you know you'll know when you feel comfortable there Um, it feels like home basically to me that's the way I've found a church uh, that's been comfortable for us Um, get involved Find a ministry, volunteer, uh, start your own Bible group, your Bible, you know, a small group. Uh, it's not hard. Um, don't be shy. Um, and and take off and be Jesus to, to somebody. So that's it for today. Thank you for joining me. I'm sorry I'm moving stuff around. Uh, it's a little cramped here. I am trying to find a better space for myself. So <laughs> something a little better background. Not that that matters, because all we're doing is reading the Bible. Uh, So it doesn't matter about what, you know, the background looks like. But anyway, uh, thank you again for joining me. Um, I am always grateful for your time. And uh, I know God is definitely um, interested in uh, having a relationship with you. So um, God bless you. Have a good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is that you're actually doing your Bible study. And we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.